Here we go, here we go, Strewman to the Four Outdoorsman. Welcome everybody to the Four Outdoorsman tonight. I just came back from working the Twins game, pal, and they won again four to three. Three one-run games in a row. Hey, this microphone is like me at night. <laughs> it keeps drooping, you know what I mean? <laughs> I'll, have to, I'll have to hold it. What, did I screw this thing? I Tighten up some of it, yeah. yeah, yeah. Some uh, nope, not that one. You got, any, you got any Viagra for something? Be, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> what do I do with this thing? Nope, up, you're loosening up, it. What am I doing here? There. One second. Oh, I hear it. Here it is. No, I got go. it. I got there it. I got it. Oh, never one. mind. I, I went to college, man. I figured this I out. I think you got it, buddy. Hey, that was our buddy Brandon. Our buddy Brandon is the engineer. He's the man in charge of the show. Thank you very much. Strewman here. Uh, Mark Luke is here. Uh, our buddy Sam is, is on assignment. We can say that, right? And so we got somebody who is interviewing for his job, and that's Mark Schutz is going to join us tonight on the Four Outdoorsman. Mark, thanks for being here, buddy. Well, thank you guys for letting me be here. You know, Stru, you guys do a great job. Mark, you do a great job, too. And, uh, you know, it's an honor to be here. I, I can't even tell you guys. Good I mean, for you, it's man. Like it's a dream. It is a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. We're, we're fun. blessed to do that. So, uh, yes. so you had a big date. It's Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day, right? Happy yeah, Mother's Happy Day. Mother's Day to all the moms. Uh, I talked to my mom this morning. She went to a wine tour with my sister. So I got out of having to take her out to dinner. But my lovely wife is home. She's, I said, what do you want for Mother's Day? And she said, give me two hours to myself. So I took the boys to a movie this afternoon. So... I'm clear on all fronts, I think. Well, I think so, But yes. I have to go home after the show. I don't think I can <laughs> wings and beer this yeah, time. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> and you celebrated Mother's Day with your mom a little bit, Mark, right? I did, for lunch, yeah. So I Mark, got, her I got mom's got to be, be, she has to be in her 80s, right? She's very old, yeah. She's very nice, too. She's a super sweet lady. I didn't think she was a, a bitch or anything. I'm just... <laughs> She's not. I, I didn't even kind of say that. Oh, my it's Mother's God. Day for <laughs> God, my, Yeah. <laughs> so, so you I met, love my mom. <laughs> so, you, did you step? What did you do with mom today? Well, we talked a little bit, and you know, I guided all day today on Lake Minnetonka, so it was kind of hard to do a whole lot, you know. But um, we talked a lot, and um, I got her some flowers, and flowers are good. You nice. know, it was all good. So, well we talked quite a bit. Good for you, man. Now yeah. you're making me feel guilty because my pretty wife is in Chetek, Wisconsin. We have a place there, and uh, I think, like Mark was just saying. Uh, she enjoys being by herself a lot more than she likes being with me, but uh, that's, <laughs> that's understandable. So uh, I haven't gotten her any flowers or anything. I, I texted her this morning. We talked this morning before I worked the Minnesota Twins Very and nice. told her much I love her, which I do, and I can't wait to see her tonight. I'm still not going to buy her flowers. I'll just, uh, I'll, <laughs> yeah. just I'll just show up and spend some time with my wife. We're going to watch the third period of the Wild Game because I know I'm not going to hear the answer from now until all the way back to the cabin. So I want to. Well, you better us. have horse blinders look right at me and not at Brandon because he's watching the game in there. <laughs> I turned it off on this TV though, so Strew can't see it. Oh, you're a nice man. You're a nice man. <laughs> I do know they were down three to one. I think is what it was, and they sucked in the end of the second period. They lost, gave up a couple of pretty easy goals. But uh, St. Louis is a better team. That's what I think. Well, they they pulled out a great win last game, so. Bring it home. Bring it home. Hey, let's talk about your big weekend. What happened yesterday? Something special. Yeah, the Minnesota Bound Crappie Contest. That's where I ran into Mark, and I'm like, listen, I knew Sam was going to be out, so I'm like, come join us. Uh, So I saw Mark there. I saw a lot of people that I know there. Uh, Colt Ringer, do you remember him? Yeah, I love him. with you now. He owns that. He's Um, a muskie guy. John Marshall was there. Uh, Adam Griffith was there. Really? I'm like, how fair is that? Yeah. You're, you're, you're fishing with the crappies chronicle. Yeah. Guy. Yeah. They caught a lot of big fish, too. Yeah. Yeah, man. I saw a lot of fish over a pound. So really? I right. was I was helping out, and my son and his friend Oliver were nice enough to hang out all day and return fish. 
uh, we try to get as many back. We have no, nothing wrong with anyone that wants to keep a crappie. Right. But a lot of people just didn't want to clean them or whatever, so they'd put them in this bucket, and we'd take them back to the water. But we, I saw a lot of fish over a pound, some big ones, probably 16-incher, one, a 1.8-pounder won it. Um, there was that's a, a big fish. That's that a huge fish. That's this is a metro like this. No crappies yeah. that big in metro lakes. Oh yeah, there there mm-hmm. is, especially Minnetonka. It, Minnetonka and Mark can speak to this more later, but it is amazing the amount of fish and the high quality of fish that that lake can hold. There's there's a lot of fishermen, but there's so many acres of mud and weeds and and habitat and you know there's a lot of boats but a lot of them are recreational boats right so it's not getting hammered hammered like some lakes are but it's an amazing fishery and and we'll have mark talk about that later but it it's incredible the amount of fish and and uh you know you could people are catching them off the dock my friend jim came uh, oliver's dad just to hang out for a while threw one off the dock and caught and registered a fish so um it was it was a great time the weather was wonderful uh, thanks Power Lodge for donating the prize. They were there with me all day. Our friend Corey, I have to go back and return. So the winner is going to pick it up at Power Lodge. I went to go get the boat on Friday, and I saw my boat just sitting there, sitting there in the parking lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I said, "Listen, is this thing ready to go?" Or and he said, "Nope, mm-hmm. it, it has to be gone through." So I have to go back there Monday. But um, it teased me. It was rough watching so many people pulling crappies, and I haven't fished yet. <laughs> hey, let's refresh. Uh, let's refresh our listeners with with how that tournament was run and how yeah. they how how they figure out who the winner was of the main prizes. This is a big, big deal. Yeah. So this was the fifty third. It would have been fifty five if, if uh, COVID didn't ruin two years. But so they pick a random weight at the beginning, so no one knows what this weight is. That's cool. Yeah. So kids can win it. Any anybody can win it. And it's not the biggest fish because Ron said when you first started it, people were cheating all the time. People would bring, you know, two pound crappies from up north and uh, say they caught it and then win a grand prize. So just to avoid that, it's a random prize and it's usually not like a one some pounder. This was 0.93 was the winner and usually it's lower than that. Usually it's like 0.6 or 0.5. So anyone has a chance to win and that's the whole point of this thing the whole point is to get as many people to register because it's all for charity and you're raising money and you're raising money so the point of this isn't to be a you know fish measuring contest it's it's to raise money so and a um, 0.93 crappie is a nice crappie it was a nice crappie crappie. yeah that's pretty big and uh some guy won it that seemed like a really nice guy so we're happy for him and um yeah overall it went really well thanks again power lodge fleet farm was a big partner of mine that signed up and uh you know, there was a lot of people there. I've seen busier ones, though. I think uh, being two years off, you know, people got to get back into it. And I think it killed, too, because it was the first really nice weekend day. Oh, it's right. beautiful. So right. how many people are like, well, I got to, you know, fertilize the yard or something. You or know, Or they I mean? didn't have their boat out. Yeah, or they didn't. Have, that, that happened to a lot of people, too. So um, it, there was a good turn on, out. We raised a lot of money. Um, but uh, I have seen busier ones. Mm-hmm. So Mark Schutz was there. Mark Schutz is a guide up in Mille Lacs and Minnetonka. He's been with a friend of our shows for a number of years now. Were you fishing in the tournament, or were you just out there fishing on the lake? You were. No, I, yes. Uh, thank you, Stru. Uh, I went and I fished the tournament, too, and I had a, I had a couple friends with me. And, uh, you know, we, did, we caught a lot of fish. I mean, it was, Minnetonka is an incredible, incredible fishery. And, uh, you know, when we were weighing in stuff, we brought up our fish, and there was a lot of happy people to be there. Yeah, I, I mean, people were smiling. People were happy. People were happy to be outdoors. It was 70 degrees. I mean, you know, we're at Lord Fletcher's. What's not to like? Yeah. And uh, I've never been there, to be honest with you. Oh, never really? been to Lord Fletcher's. Great spot. Great awesome. spot to be. And uh, Ron shared a great job, and 
Mark Lukey and everybody else did a great job too. And uh, I, you know, I can't say enough about it. I, I think it's really cool that we're all out there after COVID. I mean, just my personal opinion, you know, it's great to see people smiling. It's great to see people happy in a parking lot and weighing fishing and, you know, there's a lot of happy families there, You know, too. this is the Minnesota Crappie, Minnesota-bound Crappie Contest, and thanks to Mark and all these guys that put it on, Ron Share, of course, and, and our buddy Corey, Corey from uh, Power Lodge. We, what, we, did he, what did he donate? We what could did, not have done it without Power Lodge because we could not get a boat this year mm. just because uh, dealers don't have boats or the manufacturers don't have right, boats. Right, right. Um, As your giveaway present you're talking yeah, about. So yeah, so for, yeah. for 30 years it was a boat, right? So we couldn't get a boat. Um, Ever since the Lumacraft got bought, that relationship changed a little bit with Minnesota Bound. But um, I, so I threw a Hail Mary to Corey and said, we cannot put this on unless we have a good grand prize. So he donated a CF Moto ATV. Um, it was a Sportsman's Package 600 and a beautiful Aluma trailer from Aluma Trailers. I mean, that was a $9,000 trailer. They just donated. Yeah. So um, it, w- it saved the whole deal, and now we got to raise tens of thousands of dollars. Yeah, so it's not ride. a coincidence then that, be, that you, because about a month ago, I gave Corey some of our free window stickers by the four yeah. outdoorsman, and there I thought he, thought he felt obligated because he had to make much, it. It's make pretty it much an even trip 50 50 trade. Now, Mr. Mr. Shutz here, Mark Shutz again, he's a, a guy to Malax and Minnetonka. He's Malax in the summer, Minnetonka. In the winter, and Malax in the summer as well. And Minnetonka. And Minnetonka in the Minnetonka. summer as well. Yeah. But yes. So you put on a lot of miles. With yeah, them. I do, but yeah. you caught a fish that wasn't a crappie or a panfish. Was that I today did. or was that yesterday? That was yesterday. And were you fishing in the tournament when that happened? We were, yeah. Oh, tell the story. Wow. This is great. Yes, and uh, we were fishing for crappies. And, uh, you know, my bobber went under. I'm fishing for crappies. I'm thinking, okay, I got a crappie. I set the hook. And, you know, at first I'm like, what is this? And... It didn't move at all. It felt like a rock or a cement brick or something. I thought I was snagged, and all of a sudden it started moving. I'm like, is it, what is this? So, I, you know, I set the hook. I'm like, is this a sturgeon? And it started swimming and swimming, and it would not even budge. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> it would not budge. And there, was, there were boats right next to us. I mean, you know, there's a lot of people out there fishing, yeah. as you know, Mark. Yeah. And uh, so I had that fish on, and all of a sudden, you know, it kept on going, kept on going. I followed with a trolling motor. I'm following it all around go around other boats, you know, I'm going down the channel and everything because we're in a channel, and uh, keep on falling out into the bay. We're going all over the place, and it's a muskie, a big muskie. It I'm talking a like big a big, big muskie. <laughs> Did you measure it? What was it? It was 52 inches. Oh, man. Yeah, one of the bigger ones I've ever caught. So it you had a down. crappie rod and yes. light line. Six-pound test. Six-pound test and probably a little crappie jig, I'm right. guessing. Yep. <laughs> how did that not break the, or how did not know. cut the line with his teeth? <laughs> oh, I followed with the trolling motor. With uh, I had my drag set right and just kept following and following. Yeah. You know, the funny thing about it, Strew, is it went right into the weeds, too. I mean, it went right in there. There was a time, 40 minutes I fought this fish. Wow. 40 minutes. And uh, finally, you know, we had a chance to get it, and we missed it. Because it's kind of like wrestling a fourth grader. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I understand. I understand. What a, a thrill that is, you know, yeah, with a, a six-pound test line, no lead or anything like that. And right, no no uh, braid or anything. Was it, wait, you weren't fishing with braid either. No. Wait, just uh, a, just a, model, yeah. a jig and a, and a yeah, crappie minnow or something. That's yeah. crazy. What yeah, a thrill. Who was with you to witness that? I had my friend Todd out there and his, his daughter, Kaylee, uh, and, uh, you know, it, 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 you can't just – you never know what's going to happen when you go fishing. Yeah, and Minnetonka right. is an amazing fishery, you know. Yeah. It's that's, a great that's place to be. That's absolutely incredible. Like, how, how did – you know, 
just one slight head and it's razors will cut it. And I just can't, right. that is so incredible. Kudos to you. Cause I, 99% of fishermen would not have been able to land that. Oh, 99.9 because yeah. most of us yeah. wouldn't have the patience to keep fighting it for 30 minutes yeah. knowing you haven't got a chance in hell to do that. Right. It, it reminds me of uh, James Yearhart, a uh-huh. friend of ours now after many years on the show here on the four outdoorsman. And he, uh, I, I got a hold of him about four years ago, read a story about him where yeah. he was in a 12 or 14 foot fishing boat on the, on the Mississippi river with his uncle and his buddy or whoever it was. And they hooked into a hundred pound sturgeon fishing for walleyes. Wow. And it took him oh, well over an hour and it took him a mile down the river. That's wow. really before. And they couldn't get it in the boat and yeah. they had no leader. They had nothing. It was a hundred pound sturgeon. They tired it out. They pulled the boat on shore and dragged these, this fish on shore. That's the same kind of thing, boy. Same thing. In a 14 thing, yeah. foot fishing boat. Go ahead, Mark. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we have some great guests tonight. I'd like to get into Mark about guiding and, and his guide service uh, before we, we get some of our guests on. So, um, Mark, quickly, how did you get into guiding? What's what's your main expertise? And, and tell us your fishing report so far and, and how things are going. Well, great questions. Uh, you know, I've been guiding for 20 something years right now. I got on Minnetonka mostly and Mille Lacs Lake. And then the metro area, and sometimes on Gull and Mississippi River a little bit too. But, uh, you know, I got into guiding because I started tournament fishing a long mm-hmm. time ago. And then people would ask me after the tournament's over, how are you doing? You know, right. you know, can we, can you take us out? Can you, you know, hire us or whatever? And uh, so that's how I got into it. And one thing led to another. Um, I like taking out families. I like taking out kids. I like, uh, you know, all that kind of thing. And... Uh, it just led to one thing after another, yeah. I guess. That's probably the main thing. Have Were you able to stay busy through the last couple of years with COVID? Yes, actually. Yeah. You know, uh, especially on Minnetonka, there's a lot of people who want to right. get out and go fishing. Yep. Uh, we try to be as safe as possible on yep. all that kind of COVID stuff, but... Um, yeah, there's a lot. Of I'm glad you made it together. through and I'm glad you got business. Um, yeah, you came out one time. I too. did. You taught me how to use a net rig on Mille Lacs probably four years or so ago. And I had a great time. I'll tell you, that was so much fun. I've never, that was one of the first times I really bass fished on Mille Lacs, you know, cause every time you go up there, it's walleyes, walleyes, walleyes. Right. And, uh, you know, throwing a net rig on the rock piles, that was so much fun. And I'll tell you, I uh, I learned some new things, and, and that was a great time. So thanks for taking us out then. Yeah, thanks and for uh, I know that you've uh, you've helped us out staying in a pinch <laughs> before. <Yeah. laughs> I, I think we were supposed to go to Devil's Lake once. Oh, that was and, wonderful. And we were snowed out, and yeah. we called, and Mark helped us out, and we got to stay on Mille Lacs, and we didn't waste our trip. Hey, but, the full uh, story about that is, you know, I'm retired, and I'm blessed, and my kids are all growing up, and I got time. I can do all kinds of things. So Mark with three kids and Sam with four kids – uh, whoever was, they don't have time to do they, they, When they make plans, it's rare. To get away is a treat. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, right on. And uh, so it was winter, and Boomer was involved that mm-hmm. time. That's what it was. And Boomer had a couple of kids. So all of a sudden, uh, we we got this all planned to go to Devil's Lake, and it's a big, big mess. And we get there to Boomer's house. We go to the gas station, and we're on our way to Devil's Lake. We get a call from Tanner Cherney from Devil's Lake, North Dakota. He says, boys, you ain't getting on the lake. There's no roads. We just can't get on the lake. Well, I'll, let's go. I'll, I'll, my buddy been, I probably was still selling real estate at the time. Let's go. I'll go back to work. They says, BS, pal. We're, we're, we got this plan. We're going someplace. We just started heading north because we're going to go do something. I don't care if it's a casino. We're doing something. 
Because of these guys. And we, <laughs> we, and we contacted you. You were nice enough to set us up because nobody was at the resort at, at uh, Izadis. Uh, yeah. yeah. And we spent one night there, went out by ourselves, and had a great, great time. You caught I that caught big. A, I caught a 26 tw- inch. Yeah, it was no, the only fish we caught. I very think. nice. Oh, yeah. it might have been bigger than that. Uh, yeah, it was 29. Bigger. It was 29. Was it? Yeah, it's pretty close. It was big. Giant fish. I've yeah. caught so many huge fish. Yeah, right yeah, now. yeah. You <laughs> caught two, and I was with you both times. But, uh, but uh, and that was a trip. Like, no, no, no. We're not. We're away from the kids for two days. This, the, our wives don't have to know. We're going, Val. We went to Mille Lacs and had a great, great time. So thanks to you. Thanks to you. Thanks to you guys for coming up there. Yeah. yeah. So uh, how does anyone get a hold of you if they want to book something, or are you booked solid this whole summer? The best way to do it is on Facebook. Okay. And just to look up Mark Schutz Fishing. Mm-hmm. You know, on Facebook, and you can find me on there, and it's pretty simple. You know, just get a hold of me. You know, my phone number's on there, and okay, you know, just message me, or you know, I can even give out my phone number right now too. But I don't. If you want to, it's up yeah. to you. Seven six three four nine six seven five zero eight. Give me a call. I'll set it up. And ladies, take it easy on Mark. Okay. Good looking guy. <laughs> Good looking guy. I'll tell you what. Uh, I'll be joining him in uh, this month sometime with a couple of the guys. We're going to go golfing and fishing nice. for a day up at Isaiah. Yes, uh, I Isaiah's. think you're going to beat me golfing. <laughs> going to be right back with Caleb Huss of Wounded Warriors Guide Service. Missed part of Bob Outdoors? No problem. Just click on the Weekend tab at MyBobCountry.com to listen back to the four outdoorsmen anytime. We all know there are a lot of hard water fans out there, and you'd ice fish every day if you could. Sam here. I prefer sunshine, 70 degrees, sight fishing for panfish, or trolling for walleyes. And if you're like me, it's not too early to plan your trip for the opener to Devil's Lake, North Dakota. Wait a second. There's no opener on Devil's. Walleye season is open 12 months a year, 24 hours a day. You can keep five a day, 10 in possession, and there's no slot limit. Devil's Lake, a fisherman's paradise. Check out devilslakemd.com. Looking for the perfect northern Minnesota family summer vacation? Then you must check out Balsam Beach Resort and RV Camp just south of Bemidji. The fishing on Lake Plantagenet is great, but the emphasis here is family. The cabins are beautiful yet rustic, the grounds perfectly maintained. The beautiful pool is heated and there are plenty of water toys to keep the kids smiling all day long. See for yourself why many guests return year after year after year, the four outdoorsmen included. Visit BalsamBeachResort.com. Blackfish Gear has the apparel you need for all of your outdoor adventures. From rain gear with industry-leading fabric technology to ensure you stay dry in the wettest conditions, to UPF sun protection apparel that keeps you cool and your skin protected on the hottest days. And for those cool and blustery days, our soft shell gear will keep you warm and comfortable with a combination of premium fleece and a windproof and weather-resistant outer layer. You can't choose the weather, but you can choose how to dress for it. Choose Blackfish Gear. Learn more at blackfishgear.com. Zeal Heating and Air Conditioning has let the dogs out, and their two-fur deal is back. If your furnace and air conditioner are over 10 years old, they could roll over and break down. Let Zeal help you fetch a free air conditioner with their two-fur deal. For a limited time, when you purchase a furnace, you get a free AC unit with a free UV package. Dezeal Heating and AC, serving Wright County and the West Metro. Details online at DezealHVAC.com. That's D-E-Z-I-E-L-H-V-A-C.com. 
Tis the season of camping, boating, and fishing, and you don't want to be left out because your trailer's broken. Crystal Welding in Maple Grove can fix it and get you back to the outdoors. Crystal Welding offers a wide variety of services, including welding, maintenance, and repairs for all types of trailers. Crystal Welding is your one-stop shop for all of your trailer needs. Go to crystalwelding.com for more information. Crystal Welding. Solutions. Service. Results. Crystal Welding gets the job Tired of power sport dealers not having what you want? Sick of supply chain issues excuse? PowerLodge currently has the largest inventory of CF Moto ATVs, UTVs, and side-by-sides in stock in Minnesota. The 2022 CF Moto lineup is better than ever and comes stocked with lots of great accessories like winches, roofs, USB charging ports, handguards, and more. Work smarter and play harder with CF Moto. Stop by Power Lodge in Ramsey or Onamia to see why CF Moto is the fastest growing brand in the power sports industry. Jeff Jones here from the No Repeat Workday, and we are doing the Summer Walleye Connection again, July 3rd through the 6th, and I want you to come join me. Ballard's Resort had so many people reach out interested in the Bob FM Summer Walleye Connection, they opened a few more spots on the bus. But I don't know how much longer they're going to last. Call 218-634-1849 or go to mybobcountry.com for more info and to sign up. Three nights lodging, two days guided fishing, and that includes all your meals, rods, reels, bait, tackle. you got to come with me to Ballard's Resort on Lake of the Woods this summer. The lineup is set for Moondance Country Weekend with Ashley McBride Friday night. I never wanted to Plus, be Matt Stell and Mackenzie Porter. Saturday night, we welcome Jamie Johnson. Plus, Logan Mize and Shane Martin. We're pre-partying Thursday, the 16th with Mason Dixon Live and Sean Stebbley. Save $35 off the gate price when you order your tickets by May 15th. Call 218-836-1055. Visit MoondanceEvents.net today. Moondance Country Weekend, June 17th and 18th, Walker, Minnesota. Susan, I'm sorry I'm late. Traffic is terrible. It sure is. But on top of that, gas prices have been skyrocketing. I can't believe how expensive gas has gotten recently. Prices at the pump are up, but I never pay full price for gas anymore. I just use the free Upside app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back every time I buy gas. And does that actually add up to anything? I've made around $200. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code START for a $5 bonus on your first tank. That's promo code START. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code START for a $5 bonus on your first tank. That's code START for a $5 bonus. Reach for Resources is a nonprofit organization that supports children and adults with developmental disabilities and mental illness by offering adaptive recreation activities and services for mental health, independent living, inclusion, parenting, employment, and case management. Know that you have a choice of Hennepin County service providers. Reach for Resources can be recommended for case management, mental health, and independent living support. Reach your full potential with Reach for Resources and visit reachforresources.org to learn more. Reachforresources.org. Hey, welcome back to the Four Outdoorsman, Strewman, Mark Schutz, who may be taking over for Sam someday. Oh, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't on. do that you know, to Sam. Sam. I wouldn't do that to Sam. And <laughs> my buddy Mark Lukey, Brandon behind the glass. Hey, before we get to Caleb Huss with the Wounded Warriors Guide Service, we're going to talk about our sponsors for a little bit. Go ahead, Mark. 
Yeah, thank you, Blackfish, for sponsoring us again this year. Blackfish gear is fantastic. I just got their new rain suit for my Alaska trip, so I'm really excited to try that out. And uh, I wear their stuff all summer. So does Mark Schutz over here. All the time. I wore it yesterday, yep. And thank you, Power Lodge. Again, uh, I'm picking up my boat Monday. Love Power Lodge. Love everything they do. They have tons of ATVs there. I was there uh, Friday picking up our prize for the crappie contest, and you got to check it out. They have boats and ATVs in stock and uh, ready to go for the summer, so get out there. Devil's Lake Tourism, we're going to go there again this summer sometime, I think. We've had them for sponsors for many, many years. i tell you what, Devil's Lake is a fun place to go. And then uh, that's, of course, Devil's Lake, North, North Dakota, and then Balsam Beach Resort and RV Park, uh, right just about five miles south of uh, Bemidji, and it is fun, wonderful people, great fishing. It's the only resort on Lake Plantagenet. Got some time to get up there. Mark's spending a whole week up there with his family. I am. I'm sometime super this pumped. Summer. So, uh, Middle thanks, of July. Thanks to all of our sponsors. I'll tell you what, without you, we are squat. Caleb Huss, are you there? Yes, sir. Caleb Huss of Wounded Warriors Guide Service. Thanks for joining us on the Four Outdoorsman. Well, thanks for having me. Hey, I'll tell you what. I called him last night to remind him that we're going to be on. Or maybe it was this morning. It had to be last night. And it was all kinds of noise. And I said, what in God's name is going on? What were you guys doing when I, w- when I was calling you? you? You were with some war- some veterans doing something. What were you doing that last night? So we had a trip down to Arkansas to do some trout fishing on the White and Red uh, rivers. Um, and the guy that set it up, Hunter Hoffman, um, local pastor down in Dover, Arkansas, kind of set everything up, and the whole community came out and had a crawfish boil, and all the vets had a blast, and it was just a good time. You know, I, I've never had a crawfish boil, but it sure sounds like a lot of fun to me. It's just, it's just... <laughs> well, I love lobsters, and it's just like hundreds of little tiny lobsters, right? I don't what know. they look like? I don't know. What do they taste like, Caleb? <laughs> you know, they taste like lobsters. <laughs> <laughs> right on, right on. But hey. I'm a Minnesotan. I, I don't really know. Like, it's... I'm... Um, it was great. It was great. It, it was fantastic food and fantastic people. Now, Caleb, if you were on your game, you would have said, yeah, they taste a little bit like eagle. You know, one of those yeah. things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, let's, uh, let's talk about the, the Wounded Warriors uh, Guide Service. We all know, we've all heard of the Wounded Warriors and the organization that you're involved with, but I didn't know there was a guide service. Tell us all well, about that. So, so we're actually not associated with Wounded Warrior Project okay. um, in, in any way. Uh, we're our own thing. We're, uh, we started off in Minnesota just servicing Minnesota veterans. Um, we have an all-volunteer staff. 100% of the donations goes to veterans. We don't take anything off the top. Um, so it's, for us, it's just trying to show our appreciation for those veterans that were injured and wounded in, in service to our country. Um, so, And you stay busy, right? And do you do this all, all year long as well? Yep, yep. So this year so far we had a snow goose hunt, um, a Missouri turkey hunt, uh, a Louisiana hog hunt, and then, and then the trout fishing we just just coming back. So, all right. So you talked about any money that comes into you goes right back into the veterans, your organization. Nobody takes any money. But how do you? These guys don't pay anything to go fishing or hunting with you. Where does the money come from? Uh, donations mainly. Um, a lot of you know, we're very lucky to have 
a lot of people that believe in the program. And so, like, this whole, like, five-day trip we're just on, coming back from, like, everybody down down there donated basically everything. Lodging, food, you know, boat captains donated their boats and time. Um, you know, and so, like, our out-of-pocket was literally gas getting down there, gas getting back, um, and, you know, some food here and there for the vets. Um, but, yeah, I mean, so we try to keep our costs as low as possible, and that just allows us the opportunity to reach more vets and get more people out hunting and fishing. We have an in-studio guest. Mark Schutz is going to ask you a question here. Hey, uh, Caleb, you know, I was I fished the White River down there, and uh, the trout fishing is amazing on that uh, that system there. Uh, so what did these guys think when they when you guys took them out? Um, well, they really were excited. Um, couple, one guy had fly fished before. One guy was super interested in fly fishing. So we had a couple um, boats fly fishing, and then we had two boats for the veterans. One guy was in a wheelchair, um, basically did spinners, spinning rods. Wow. Um, and all the veterans caught a big brown. Um, the biggest one caught was a 24-inch brown, which that's kind of bananas to me. I didn't even know they existed. <laughs> yeah, beautiful. Um, Those are hard to catch on there sometimes, right? Well, you know, it's, it's like they were showing us pictures, and it's like 30, 40 pounds. Oh. isn't uncommon for a brown. Wow. Well, that's so, a beautiful fish. Yeah, yeah, it's it's just it's on a it, it's it's on a different level than any other fly fishing I've done, so Totally. Yeah, hey, I'll totally. tell you what, next time invite Mark Lukey down. I think he's got a fishing rod, a fly fishing rod, but he's never used it. Have you? Have you? Have <laughs> that's used a musky rod. I have fly fish. I did go to the Bighorn River once in Montana. Oh, that's right. And I'll tell you, we did not catch anything that big. It was beautiful, and <laughs> yeah. we caught a lot of fish, but uh, that is a monster. We're talking yeah. with Caleb Huss. He's with uh, Wounded Warriors Guide Service. We'll talk a little bit more about the guide service in a couple of minutes, Caleb, but let's talk about you. What about your background? What I know. What interested you to get involved in, in helping wounded warriors? Um, I mean, I'm a I'm a veteran. I was wounded overseas in Afghanistan. Uh, spent two years paralyzed from the waist down. Uh, so I'm one. I'm just blessed to be alive and blessed to be walking. And so um, I had a lot of time on my hands. It's like I got fully retired. Um, and so trying to find a purpose again, uh, was real difficult for me. Um, just struggle trying to figure out like, what do I do now? Like, cause the army was my life. Um, and so I went on a trip with these guys last year, uh, a waterfall hunt in Missouri and the people down there were just on another level, just great down-to-earth people that legitimately cared um, and having the whole community come out. And it just was this experience on a level that really touched my heart. Um, And I was kind of in a dark place before that, and it kind of brought me out. And I was like, hey, you know, this was so powerful for me. Like, I need to be doing this for other vets because you never know what somebody's dealing with. And if we can help one guy, it's worth it. So 
Very respectful. You know, I'll tell you what, Caleb, you know, when, when I, I, you've already answered the question for pretty much, but when I asked you the question about how you got into this and you started talking about it, honest to God, your, the tone of your voice changed, and I was going to ask you, try to, try to do it properly, that it seemed to me like there, you came from a, a, a point of, of depression. I mean, it, it, you, you sounded like you had nothing until you got involved with these guys and they changed your life. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's depression, PTSD. It's like, you know, I have a, I have a very blessed life. I have an amazing wife, six kids, like, have horses. It, like, I have everything I could ever ask for. But having all that stuff doesn't mean you have a purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and it's just, like... I was in a real dark place, kind of suicidal at a point, um, and it just it just snatched me out of there. And it was I was so thankful and appreciative of that. It's like all I wanted to do is give that chance to another veteran. Boy, that's wonderful, Mark. Well, what I was going to say is, Strew, you say this all the time. Every day is a gift. Absolutely. You know, and that's, there's a lot of wisdom to that. You know, and what you're saying, um, Caleb is is very honorable. I mean, you guys risk your life for our country and, uh, you know, we can't thank you guys enough. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. Very cool. Tell us about one of your most, and now you've been involved with a couple of years. I know you've had a, 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 a background in Iraq. What are the most memorable experiences you've had working with wounded warriors guide service? Any particular stories you can share that really, really hit a home for you? Yeah. I, I mean, for me, it's, you know, we have some events where we'll hire a guide and we'll, you know, we'll go get a hotel and we'll just go out to restaurants and they're fine. Those are fine events. Um, but I, you know, I really realized this last year that what is truly special about what we do is when the veterans see a whole community coming together to show their appreciation yeah. and, I'll, I'll be honest, it's, it's, even if you're hunting or fishing, even if you don't really, you're not successful, it's kind of, that's, a, that's the gravy, is, that's the bonus. Um, it's just really experiencing that appreciation as an action and not just words. Um, and so, like, whenever we can do that, that's my, those are my favorite events. In addition to my, one of my favorite sayings, is, of course, is every day is a gift. The other one is, it's not the, the destination, it's the journey. And I think you pretty much just said that at the same time. Absolutely. It, it's not the results, it's, it's the whole process getting there. Right uh, what do you have coming up for the, for the uh, Wounded Warriors Guide Service? Must have something coming up in a couple of weeks or so? Yep. Um, so we have uh, Take a Vet, vet Fishing, um, and that's June 11th. And that's a real big turnout. Usually, um, great time, lots of captains, lots of people volunteering. Um, yeah, just a blast. How many states do you cover? Sorry, what was that? How many states do you guys cover as far as taking so, people out? Oh, so um, this year we've we have a Wyoming elk hunt sign um, in going to happen in uh, August. In September, wow. Um, we have a Texas hog hunt, Louisiana hog hunt, 
We have waterfowl and turkey in Missouri. We have trout in Arkansas. Um, That's enough. <laughs> yeah, like, Those are you all know, good. Like a, a lot of you know, nice. North, North Dakota and South Dakota, we do one of our board members uh, has a fish house out in Bemidji basically all winter long that's open to any veteran. You know, you just kind of contact him and you can reserve up to a week kind of deal. Um, so there's almost somebody in them all the time. Um, but All right, so how do they reach you? If someone's interested in either supporting you guys or want to get involved as a participant, how do they contact you? So if you look up Wounded Warrior Guide Service, mn.org, so www.gsmn.org, that's our website. Um, and if, if there's veterans out there, you know, it's free to sign up. You know, we don't require anything. All they really need to show is a DD-214 for proof of service and then a service-connected disability through the VA or through the Army, either one. Um, as far as if people want to volunteer, again, go to the Wounded Warrior Guide Service page and, you know, you know, submit an application as a volunteer or, you know, send an email to admin at wounded warrior or wwgsmn.org and we'll get back to you all right in a in, in pretty quick fashion well, i'll tell so. you what you're making me feel real guilty right now because <laughs> every day I, w- I wake up and i feel badly for myself for being a left-handed polack from the east side of st paul i got nothing to, i got nothing to bitch about i'm doing pretty well <laughs> so uh, every day truly is a gift thanks to you and everybody else involved not only in wounded warriors guards guide service but everybody gives back to the industry and helps people less fortunate if you want to call it then we are every, every day truly is a gift thank you very much caleb huss wounded warriors guide service keep on fighting young man and thanks for everything you do man great job man I, great hey, job I, I, I appreciate you guys having me on you better take care of yourself sir yep we're gonna be right back we're gonna be right back with a couple of young girls who just won the state high school bass fishing tournament i think it was in louisiana that's pretty cool Thank you for making the Bob FM Radiothon a big success. We've proven again that Minnesotans are in this together by supporting Fishing for Life and Reach for Resources. And special thanks to our sponsors, Fredrickson and Byron P.A. Nelson's Meats, Patriot Converting, Big Frig Tumblers, and Plow World Power Equipment. If you missed your opportunity to donate during the Radiothon, you can still make a difference. Donate at MyBobCountry.com right now. You've heard us talking about Devil's Lake for quite a while now, and there are many, many reasons why. To think that 30 years ago, Devil's covered about 85,000 acres. Today, that same body of water is over 160,000 acres, and that story alone brings the curious to visit this wonderful place. But it's the no-slot limit on walleyes with five a day and ten a possession. That's bringing the four outdoorsmen to Devil's Lake as often as we can. Devil's Lake, North Dakota, rated one of the top five fisheries in the entire country. Visit DevilsLakeND.com, and thanks. Dezeal Heating and Air Conditioning has let the dogs out. And their two-fur deal is back. If your furnace and air conditioner are over 10 years old, they could roll over and break down. Let Dezeal help you fetch a free air conditioner with their two-fur deal. For a limited time, when you purchase a furnace, you get a free AC unit with a free UV package. Dezeal Heating and AC. 
serving Wright County and the West Metro. Details online at DezeelHVAC.com. That's D-E-Z-I-E-L-H-V-A-C.com. What's the difference between a good net and a great net? Simple. It's all in the features. The Fortis Nets by Clam Outdoors are tough, safe on fish, easy to use, and are backed by a limited time warranty. So you can count on your landing net catch after catch. Available in a wide array of options for all types of anglers, choose from various hoop shapes and sizes, handle lengths and colors. You pick the net that fits your fishing needs and style the best. Learn more at clamoutdoors.com. Balsam Beach Resort, the only resort on Lake Plantagenet, and that's five miles south of Bemidji. With 2,500 acres of pristine waters, you're going to find some of the best fishing northern Minnesota has to offer. Balsam Beach has been owned by Patty and Clint for nearly 30 years, so you know they treat their guests as family. There's something for everyone from swimming, biking, hiking, daily activities, even Friday night bonfires, or just relaxing in the sun. Let the simple pleasures of fresh air and sunsets do their magic at Balsam Beach Resort. Mark here for my favorite power sports dealer, Power Lodge. Why do I love Power Lodge? They just donated a loaded CF Moto Seaforce 600 ATV as the grand prize for this year's Minnesota Bound Crappie Contest on Lake Minnetonka, May 7th, to benefit Fishing for Life. How cool is that? You can check out the grand prize or other models in the new lineup of CF Moto ATVs at the Power Lodge in Ramsey or Onamia. Work smarter and play harder with CF Moto. Plenty in stock and ready to ride. You know, we get paid for having fun. And this is... this we is get paid? We get, you don't get paid? <laughs> we, we get trade for having fun. <laughs> <laughs> Struman, who the four outdoors been branded behind the glass. Mark Schutz is a professional guide who's our in-studio guest. And Mark Lukey is the producer of the show. We have a lot of fun on the four outdoorsmen. And we're going to have more fun right now talking to... I think we have three people on the line. Let's start with Dad, Brad Virgiletto. Are you, is that, are you there, Brad? I am here. Alexis, are you there? I'm here. Well, hang on. We're, we're going to try this again. I want some enthusiasm, young lady. <laughs> Alexis, Alexis, are you there? I'm, I'm here. There you go. <laughs> and uh, I think Taylor is the other young lady. Am I correct? Yes, sir. Well, welcome to the Four Outdoorsmen, girls. I'll tell you Such what. Such nice manners. Yes, very, very nice. Yes, you don't know me yet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so anyway, thanks for being on the Four Outdoorsman. It's a lot of fun. We talk fishing and hunting. And I read your story. I'm not even sure where it was. I don't know if it was in some newspaper or whatever, but I had to reach out to you guys because, and, and Dad, chime in any time when things slow down if you want to, but this is a special deal. You girls fish high school in what, what town do you live in in Louisiana? Bozier City. And is that how many how many kids in school there, approximately? Any idea? Thirteen hundred. Thirteen hundred. So you guys have been fishing for a long time. Who who is your mentor? Is Dad? Is Brad the guy who taught you guys everything about fishing? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, that's nice of you to say talk like that. You guys tell tell everybody up here in the Twin Cities what you guys ladies just accomplished. Uh, we won a state fishing tournament and then won another tournament after that. So you've won two tournaments in a row. You're on a roll. Hey, Brad might know this answer more than you ladies do. How many, how many teams were involved in the state tournament? 
There was 110, or oh, excuse me, 109 wow. in the state tournament, and then 108 in the the very next one that they won. That is amazing. But uh, Brad, don't these young awesome. don't these young ladies know that that bass fishing is a good old boys club? They, the women can't win this stuff. They can't they can't do this. That's a wonderful accomplishment. That's amazing. Hey, they're breaking hearts. <laughs> <laughs> and now they got a lot of phone numbers. I bet you too, right? They're right. <laughs> A lot hey. of guys trying to figure out how they caught them, I bet. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Hey, Brad. Oh, yep. Yeah. Hey, Brad, let's, let's start with you a little bit. Let's talk about the, your background because I know you helped, you know, men get these girls going to where they are, at least Alexis. But what is your background in fishing, and how long have you been working with these girls? I've been fishing since I was, you know, in diapers with my dad and then started tournament fishing at about the same age as Alexis at 14 with my dad. And then... You know, 16, got my own boat, got my driver's license, started fishing the little evening tournaments around by myself. And then, you know, yeah, I missed the, the college fishing window and the high school fishing window by about two years. Yeah, so that's I was right. Out, out of school when they started all that. Yeah. So, so you're the captain in all these events, right? Do what? You're the captain in all these events, right? The captain? Yeah, for them. Yeah. You got like, them and hey, stuff? I, and... I, drive, I drive the boat, and, you know, in our league, I can drive the troll motor and stuff, too, because they're still learning that. And then the only thing I can't do is make a cast. You know, I can tell them, hey, throw this or, hey, throw this bait or whatever. And, you know, the good thing about girls is they listen. Like, <laughs> right, on, right on. Hey, Brad, can you uh, – uh, hang on a second. Mm -hmm. can, you, can you net the fish for the girls, or do you just, you just have yep. to stay out of the way? I can net them, and, and I can do – like I said, I can do anything except cast a rod and reel a fish in. All right. Mark, Mark, Mark Lukey's got a question. Hey, I have a couple questions about the uh, actual state tournament. Um, you know, we all dream of giant bass that are down uh, where you guys live. You know, uh, what what kind of weight did the turn did you win with the tournament? What kind of bag weight did you guys finish with? They had thirty pounds, thirty three pounds ounces and three ounces. That is incredible. That is absolutely incredible. How how many days was the tournament? One. Wow! <laughs> what a day! Can you can you tell us the story of the biggest uh, bass you caught that day? Go ahead, girls. Either ahead, one of you, girls. Either one of you, girls. Can you tell us the story of your biggest fish? Go ahead, Taylor. Tell them how you uh, caught the biggest our fish. Our biggest fish that day was the one Taylor caught, and that was seven two. But how did you catch it? What were you using for bait, and what were the techniques? That's a big fish, seven yes, two, yeah. seven two. We just, I mean, we just threw a crankbait out there and. We're catching them. <laughs> you know, well done. Special. So what's it like after you catch that big fish? I mean, you catch a seven, two-pound bass in the boat. I mean, are you, what are you guys doing? High-fiving and celebrating, hugging, or what? Yeah, We're down I to mean, business. I was, I was shaking. I mean, it kind of felt like whenever you shoot a deer and you get buck fever. <laughs> I, I like was it. Shaking, but cause I, already, I already had lost a bigger fish than that one. No, no, no. Right Hank, the boat, so. But you said you. I was really hoping not to lose it. So after you guys caught that fish, did you high five each other, or do you give each other oh, yeah. hugs, or you celebrate like a football dance, or what do you do? Oh no, we were, we high, -five we were uh, high fiving each other and giving each other hugs. <laughs> I would be that? too. I would yeah. be too. I'll tell you that. You know, it's funny. We're talking to girls who I think were eighth graders and ninth graders, and we're talking about the big fish they caught. Well, of course, we we none of us guys in this studio have caught fish that big, bass especially. But now she's talking about deer hunting. Do you guys deer hunt as well, both you guys? Yes, sir. We all do. Have you both shot deer before as well? 
Yes, sir. Gosh almighty. Will you, will you we be... need to move to Louisiana, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Dad, you better watch those girls right there. <laughs> There's probably a lot of hey. guys who uh, you know, want to talk Look. to them right now. <laughs> Now, look, if they're hunting and fishing, they're off the streets doing stuff they're not supposed to be doing. Good point. So good, for you. good for you. Good for you. Yeah. What well was when you when you guys won the state tournament? Uh, this is amazing because were there other girl teams in this tournament? And I'm guessing some of the guys were jealous because it's this it's an outdoors thing. What was the second place weight level weight amount as compared to your winning uh, weight? They had 28 pounds. Second place did. And you guys thought I had over 30, right? You said 31 or something. And you're talking yeah, five, fi- five fish? Yeah, 30 pounds, three ounces. Five fish? Yeah, yes, five sir. fish. Well, wow. that's and, – and three pound difference with 110 teams or whatever is a lot. It's a big lot. Big fish, big Good fish, for you. yeah. What, what do you attribute that to? The knowledge of dad, uh, the locations, the knowledge of the lake? What do you attribute that to as compared to the other, other fisher persons? And, Brad, you can speak up if you like. It's probably going to be, you know, a little bit of my knowledge on the lake and then, you know, obviously learning electronics. Oh, you know, yeah. I'm teaching them how to use it. I was teaching them how to use electronics that day. And once they got it figured out, you know, we were fire pulled down in a spot because our lakes are shallow around here for the most part. And they were throwing a 1.5 square bill across the flat. It's got a little drain in it. And once they realized how to turn the troll motor and look at them, you know, they were just, they'd move the troll motor a little bit and make a cast. And I was sitting in the back of the boat. Anytime they hooked one, I'd just run up there and help them net it and go back to the back. <laughs> Boy, that is quite a quite a thrill. Go ahead. Yeah, and as a dad, I, I'm sure you're super excited when they catch those fish, aren't you? I was probably more excited than they were. <laughs> <laughs> especially, especially because I can see Brad thinking, man, I may not have to pay for college, man, because yeah. – because there's right. scholarships right now. I don't know if they have full scholarships down there, probably more so than up here. But by the time they get ready for college, there may be four-year rides for someone like this. That That is quite an exciting event. Well, that's pretty cool. <laughs> that's super cool. Yes, when they won the tournament, uh, did you get tears in your eyes? Or, you know, that's that's pretty amazing. That's that's incredible. What, what was the question? Do, do you get tears in your eyes? you get choked up or, like, you know, how do you feel after oh, yeah. that when they win the tournament? That's a pretty big deal. Yeah, I was, I was holding back some tears when they were when they weighed in thirty pounds and they were like, you know, we got a new leader. I was like, man, that's gonna be hard for anybody to beat. You know. No, no. You said when you won the state tournament there, you were on a lake that you were very, very familiar with, which made it a little bit easier for you because you had some ideas. Where was the second tournament that they just won? Was it a different body of water? And were you as knowledgeable about that body of water? It was the same lake. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> Very so, nice. So the challenge will be, are there more tournaments coming up? What's What's next for the girls? What's next for you girls? What tournaments? They the fished uh, Cross Lake and had three three fish for five pounds on that one. And I want to say they finished like 21st or 23rd or something. And then they had Lake Bisno two weeks ago, and they finished like 30th in that one. And then we've got the Red River. Not this coming weekend, but the next weekend. And then the championship for the league is on Toledo Bend beginning of June. And then we go to Pickwick in Alabama the end of June for a week for the national tournament. I'm going to ask Alexis and Taylor one last question. Answer them differently, uh, separately. And Alexis, I'll ask you first. What is the most important thing to you or most exciting thing to you about fishing? Just going to enjoy the time out there, you know? There you go. 
It's like, like I said, it's, it's not the destination, it's a journey. Whether you catch something or not, you really enjoy being on the water, you're saying. Yeah, as long as, you know, we have yeah. fun out there, even if we don't catch anything, that's all that matters. And you're with a good friend of yours. And I, as long as you have fun. Yeah, yeah. Very nice. I love it, man. I'll tell you what. Alexis and Taylor and, and Dad, Brad, uh, state champions in Louisiana. That is amazing. I'm going to stay in touch with you guys. I, I, Brad, when I get off the phone, I'll probably text you or contact you. How can we follow these? Because okay. you may be able to follow their tournaments down there somehow. Because we want to stay in touch with these girls to see how they how they how they go for the rest of the year. Uh, it, it's it's quite an accomplishment. Congratulations! Yeah, be from pr- all of us up here. Congratulations! Well be, done. Be congratulations! Pr- be proud of yourselves, Thank you. girls. Thank you. We got a boogie. Thanks for being on the Four Outdoorsmen. Keep on fishing and give back. Start teaching young kids, younger than you, what you're doing. Okay? Will you promise me you'll do that? Yes, sir. All right, you take care, Brad. Thanks for doing what you do as well, sir. Thank you. Yeah, but take care of yourself. Boy, I tell you what, isn't that that's crazy? 30, well done. Well done. Over 30 pounds, five, I mean, 30 pounds, five fish. fish. That's over six pounds. I think the biggest one they had was almost, I think they caught another one, almost nine, I think is what it was. But that's amazing. That I is. don't know. That's really cool. Now, how do, how, do, how, do, cool. how do bass, they're all largemouth bass down there, right? Yep. yep. How do they compare in size to what we have, let's say, even on Mille Lacs or any other big lakes around here? Can we get eight-pounders largemouth up here? Not largemouth. No. No. no we're, I mean, a big fish for largemouth up here is five or six pounds. Okay. That's a, yeah. Yeah. So what they did was really well. I mean, they did really good. Well, 30 you, pounds anywhere in the whole whole United States is really good. Yeah, I imagine. I mean, you can cash a check everywhere in the United States with 30 pounds. Now, when they were talking <laughs> about awesome. technique and where they were, <laughs> when you were talk, talking about technique and, and where they caught the fish, you understood what he was talking about? Explain oh, yeah. that to me. Yeah, for sure. Explain that to me. I don't know what he was talking about. You mean the crankbait? Yeah, uh, but he's talking about where and something. And, and He's talking about a drainage ditch. And, you know, that drainage ditch a lot of times has some current in it. And... You know, especially in the springtime and stuff, the fish really relate to it. A drainage ditch is almost like a, you know, it's almost like a um, feeding trough, basically. You know, you got a lot of bait fish in there. You got crawfish in there. And, and that, that little crankbait through there, that can be, you know, money. Yeah. Obviously, they discovered something pretty special, so it was amazing. Can you picture yourself being a 15- or 16-year-old kid who thinks he's king crap <laughs> and get beat by two, an 8th grader oh, and a yeah. ninth grader? I mean, they're fishing against 17-, 18-year-old boys. And Absolutely. That's good for them, Absolutely. man. And, yeah. and I hope that inspires a lot of young ladies to, uh, to take up the sport because uh, there's a lot of room. Hey, Mark, we got a couple of shout-outs before we head out of here. Yeah, I got a bunch of shout-outs. Thanks, everyone, for writing in and being patient with us and enjoying the show on this Mother's Day. First shout-out is uh, Dina Nelson, my my friend Eric Schoenthaler's mom. I wanted to say he wanted to say a happy Mother's Day to her. Stephen Brennerberg says, still live. Last ice fishing trip was Monday. Now ice happening out, uh, ice out happening all over the Ely area. Uh, good luck, anglers, and be safe. So hopefully we can have open water for opener up there in Ely. Craig Rudolph Jr. says, Happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there, especially my mother Joyce and my wife Alicia. Shannon Cruz has been out um, smelting it, and uh, he has a cool pictures of uh, net smelting. That would be fun to do sometime. It would be fun. Our friend Will Goble from White Bear says, Crappies are going strong in the Metro Lakes. River is producing a few walleyes since the opener. Uh, Corey Bechtold having tons of success right now. Check out What's Working Now page. And Twin Cities Walleyes Unlimited says, Happy Mother's Day to all the moms. Great meeting Thursday with Joel Nelson as a guest speaker. Joel knocked it out of the park with a great job getting us ready for opener. So thanks, everyone. And we want to give a shout-out to all the mothers out there, of course, as well. I hope you had a great day. Too bad the weather wasn't awesome, but hopefully you got to spend some time 
with your families and uh, hug your loved ones, hug your mom if you're able, because uh, not you know a lot of a lot of people don't have that opportunity anymore. Not anymore, but I got a gorgeous wife waiting for me in Shitek, and I love you tons dearly. I'll see you in a couple of hours, Diana. Hey, everybody, thanks for being uh, being with us tonight. Listen to the Four Outdoorsmen. Thanks to Caleb Huss of Wounded Warriors Guide Service and Brad Dad with Alexis and Taylor. The young ladies who accomplished something pretty special down in Louisiana. Thanks to all of our sponsors. Take care, everybody. Have a great week. Mark Schutz, thanks for joining us tonight. Be sitting in for, for Sam. Love to have you anytime. Uh, everybody, uh, you guys take care. Have a great week. And every day truly is a gift. And Mark's got something to say. Get outside and make some memories.